What's happening, Miles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake, What's going on? Wake up, wake up. Where, where it's I? Christmas, dude. Time to open presents. What are you doing? Let's do this. What, you, what have you got me? Let's see, Brian. Oh, oh, I don't think I was supposed to get you something. Wait, was, oh. it, was I supposed to get you something? Wait, it's the thought that counts. Even if the thought was no. to not get me something. Yeah, I, I, there wasn't even a thought. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Man, Christmas sucks. Let's start the show. Yet again. Uh, yeah, actually, let's start the show. We got a lot to talk about. Let's go. Whoop. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday right here, 6 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Uh, we do it live for your viewing pleasure. And then we get it up on podcast services for your oral pleasure. That's right. We get it up for your oral pleasure. My name is Brian Palfinish. This is, it actually gets worse every week somehow. My name is Brian Palfinish, this gentleman right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman uh, to the far east of me, not that far east. A little bit east of me. It's Miles Dyer from Miles Dyer Official. How are we doing, Brian? I'm doing pretty Happy good. Happy Friday, Game Cats. Um, yeah. Do the Game Cats know about your back? Some of them do. Some of them don't. I had all these plans. I had, I had videos to make uh, over the course of the last couple of days. Uh, but but literally after uh, after Wednesday's show, like an hour after Wednesday's show, uh, like my back just started spasming, and uh, I have been an absolute waste of space for the last two days, Miles, and it's been miserable. I've been in pain. I can't sleep. Uh, just I can't even just sit on the couch and watch a movie or play Fortnite. I, like every ten minutes, I'm moving positions. It's not fun at all. I now have a lot of respect for anybody out there who says they've had back pain. I used to be like, ah, pff, whatever, just getting old, no big deal. Now I'm like, I understand. It's like some of the worst pain you could have. It really is. Um, just before the show, I was talking about the back issues I have in the small of my back. And so you get given all these core exercises you should do daily, and I do them. And then after a month or two, you start doing maybe every other day and then every three days. And then, oh, my back's gone. I sh- sorry, I should start doing them right now. And then I start doing it. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's too late. It's too late. But funny enough, I went to see a physio. And um, as I mentioned this, there'll be people in the chat who go, well, of course, I knew this, Miles. I didn't. But I realized I was getting it a few times when I was playing VR for like hours on end. Mm. And I was like, but VR is when I'm standing. Standing is good. Sitting is bad. And what I realized from what the physio was saying, it's not about sitting or standing being bad or good. It's about doing it in combination. It's about constantly moving. So also the idea of, you know, you must always sit up straight and not slouch. Okay. Well, actually, slouching can be good for you because if you're changing your posture constantly, it's just making your back muscles move. And that's what's important. Um, so it was a bit of an education for me. But yeah, um, it's little things like trying to go for a walk around midday is good. Um, I found that going for like half an hour walks every day, um, you know, as little as that can sort of keep you going. But unfortunately, it is a thing that comes with age. Um, and yeah, uh, as, as you say, Brian, once it happens to you, you're like, I'm never going to take you for granted again. Yep. But then when it goes away, you do start taking it for granted <laughs> again. Yeah. I mean, have you been doing backflips lately, Brian? Is that what you've been doing? Cartwheels obviously, and all that stuff? Obviously, that's yeah. the problem. It's all, it's all those backflips and cartwheels. The, I mean, you know, Man, you know me so, so well. You know me so well. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's that's why we've got to make sure that uh, the future VR headsets are still wired, yep. you know, to stop you from doing backflips when playing super hot yeah i've actually uh, sometimes you know people say they have no idea where their back came, came back pain came from and i think i have a wonderful idea um i recently got a new mattress and the minute i laid down on it, i said this doesn't have the support of my old mattress this was a bad idea brian and i was like and i kept it anyway literally just uh I, it's been two and a half months since i got the mattress and uh, i don't know why i stuck with it literally just uh I returned it on Amazon today, thanks to Nick Mueller, who convinced me, yeah, you can return a mattress. And my my mom, if my mom's out there, she'd be proud because my mom is always the type of person. She's like, you can return anything. Like, always, always try to get your money back. Very frugal. I love it. And so that's – um and so, 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 hey, mom, if you happen to be watching, you'd be proud of me. Uh, but it's, it's really because of Nick. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm, I just filed in return for that mattress. I'm getting, a, I just ordered my old mattress, basically. I was like, it was 10 right. years old, so it's time for a new one, um, which was way more support. But also, I sit way too long in this fucking desk chair. Uh, and that's, and I think that's the big cause of it, too. I, I used to go for a lot of walks. Uh, I used to even go for runs. And lately, just the last couple of days, I've been trying to update a few videos like the everything we know about PSVR 2 video and the every confirmed PSVR 2 game video. And those take a lot of time to update, like hours and hours and hours of like sitting here and writing and, and vo- doing voiceovers and editing. Um, and, uh, and, and that's and that's where it all came from. So I have a very, very good idea of why this happened. Yeah. And it is things like you don't need an Apple Watch or anything like that, you know, but just setting an alarm every hour and just getting up like, you know, or just going to make coffee, you know, having a reason just to get up for a few moments can make a huge difference. And actually on the topic of posture and gaming, uh, my best friend told me um, Scuff, who obviously make the Scuff controllers, um, they had a product called, I'm just going to call it like the Scuff Cushion. I can't remember what it was called, but um it's basically a cushion, and as soon as I say it, when you see the commercials, you're like, this is clearly something you don't actually need. But it's a cushion that's like a C-shape, so it goes around your waist, and it means that when you're gaming sat down, your arms are like at a right angle when you're holding the controller. And my best friend had it, he recommended it, I got it. It's amazing. And you realize that when you don't have the cushion there, you do naturally slouch forward because you're controller is in your hands you're not going to keep it held up whereas naturally having it it keeps you at a right angle so i don't know we should probably get um a code you know for referrals or something on here if we're gonna be talking about it but like black friday's next friday so i don't know if they do any deals but personally it's something i found good and especially in vr as well when you're playing those vr games that do require the dual the dual shock it's just good to have good posture yeah uh without having to think about it yeah <laughs> we need we need to move on from this topic uh because otherwise i'll have to change the thumbnail and say brian has back pain you know this, this is the bonus story you get in this today's games cast uh yeah but uh but yeah so in case uh, in case i make any weird noises because i mean when, when it hits me it's it's fucking bad uh so i will be try to mute myself when possible but uh but please don't don't worry if i <laughs> just start making fucking terrible screaming noises. on my end yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, but yeah, let's get this show started, man. We got Professor Lilith in chat with the five dollar tip. Says, "Hi, GameCats. This week's Sunday multiplayer. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to meow. Uh, Sunday yeah. multiplayer is Star Trek Bridge Crew. Oh, oh, awesome. that's interesting. I, I totally thought that. Uh, I totally thought that Zenith was going to win this one. It says best with move controllers, but Dual Shock also works. Sunday, two p.m. Eastern. This is an, this is a great multiplayer game, Miles. 
amazing. I'm going to jump back on it because I was trying to get the Platinum Trophy and actually made a lot of ground. Uh, so if any game cats want to team up with me, I think we've got to complete a mission on the old Enterprise. So we'll definitely do that. Nice. And can I just say, uh, the professor, when DMing me before we went on with the results, I saw that it was ranked choice voting, which is amazing. So you get your first choice of game, second choice. And I mean, look, big like fan that. of democracy. Yeah. Rank, rank choice voting is the best. So the fact that that's how you do it for, um, for the VR titles. Yeah. Huge respect for that. Absolutely. Um, well, yeah, most of the time it's just like, psh, here you go. You get, you get one vote. That's the end of it. That's it. Uh, so like yeah, it. if you guys are not familiar with how multiplayer meetups work on every Sunday, uh, obviously there's some voting that takes place over on our Discord. Uh, and so make sure you click the link in the description, join the Discord. That's also where these meetups kind of get organized and happen. Thanks to Professor Lilith. Uh, so, uh, so make sure if you want to play some of these games that are sitting in your backlog, uh, I, dude, I know so many people who bought Bridge Crew and have never played it, right? It's a little daunting to get into. There's a lot to learn. And so, uh, and so who better to learn with than a bunch of awesome fucking cats, right? And uh, Beard of Power 666 said in the chat, is Bridge Crew gold for people who no- know nothing about Star Trek? I would say yes. Yeah. Like, um, okay, if you're not into sort of maybe sci-fi stuff, then I think that's more of a general taste thing. But specifically Star Trek, it's not necessary. It's you and friends that's right. controlling a spaceship, going on missions. It's not to do with Star Trek lore. Uh, you know too deeply so you'll have a good time even funnier it's you and a bunch of friends who don't know how to control a spaceship controlling a spaceship which is just like speak for yourself brian some funny <laughs> shit dude it's some funny shit right it's so good. when when you got four complete noobs up on that bridge just trying like the captain's like dude the captain's supposed to be the easiest job right because you're just telling you other so people what fight, to do yeah. and so the and so i always try to be the captain because i was like well at least i don't have to learn too much the last time i played it i was like i, I was like i don't even know who to tell to do this they're like uh and i wrote and i kind of rambled off some command but i didn't tell who to do it because i didn't know right. whose job it was and after yep. a moment of silence you could just see all three heads turn back and look at me and go captain that's your job. And I was like, yeah, right. I'm on it. I'm on it. Let me hit that button for you right now. I got this shit under control. I'm the worst captain ever, man. But I, that, but that's what makes it fun. It's just like it's just like Among Us in a way. It's just like Werewolves in, within a way because you're playing with your friends and it's those interactions that are the best part of it. Awesome. Well, Be The Power just says I'll join in on Sunday if people can guide me through. Get involved in the Discord. Like, oh, yeah. awesome community. If there are ever games, we say this every week, if there are games that you're unsure about, this is the best time if you have it to give it a go because um, there's no judging Agreed. unless you're the captain. <laughs> <laughs> they will all judge me. Um, okay, let me uh, here. I'm going I'm to read a couple of tips that are are sort of that, yes. that are topics that we're going to get to later in the show. But I don't want these tips to get past us uh, because that happens far too often, especially with my friend Looper, the underground game cat. Two euros says without owning a PC, Half-Life Alex takes $1,500 to play. Yeah. Where's that headline GameSpot? <laughs> I feel like GameStop or GameSpot needs to change their name. One or the other needs to change their name because I'm constantly saying one instead of the other. Uh, but we, yeah, we'll get to, we're going to get to that topic soon enough. Uh, and then Mayor, man, bear pig game cat with a $2 tip says, Brian, I hope you feel better. Did miles get a PSVR two uh, miles? Let's keep this simple. Cause we're going to get to your story in a second. Um, yes or no. No, I 
just changed my mind. Fucking, I don't, I don't want. I, I'm, VR's not for me. I knew you weren't going to be able to answer with a yes or no. Also, I also thought this was going to be an hour long show, but then I remembered Miles was here, and it's no way that's going to happen. Uh, it's going it's to. I'm going to be miserable for the back half of this. <laughs> don't um, say this, right? You can't be more miserable than what your back's doing to you. That's a guarantee. That, that, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Um, thank you so much for the Concerned Man Bear Pig Game Cat. And yes, Miles did get his pre-order. I did. Because I know this because I follow him on Twitter. I don't follow AJ, but I do follow Miles. We might not be following each other on Twitter for long if, at this rate with Twitter. That's that's the word on on the Twitter sphere, at least. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't follow anything. I just love I just love that everything seems like it's on fire and burning down. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why everyone thinks this. I don't care why. Uh, I just love the chaos. Uh, real Funnily quick, enough, the the, yeah. the the one meme that Elon Musk hasn't posted with his hours of free time is him sipping coffee in a room on fire going, everything is fine. It's this is fine. One. I know. Yeah. You should <laughs> All right. Uh, I know, I know that we are like 15 minutes into a show. 15 goddamn minutes, Miles, but that's how this shit runs. This train is never on time. Uh, so I'm going to switch over to full screen real quick here and update you guys on this, uh, event that we're trying to run with our good friend, Serial Killer, the game cat. Remember, Serial Killer is spelled with a C. Enjoys his fruity loops. Um, so I'm just going to read what he wrote because I don't prepare for this shit. He goes, Hello, Movember game cats. Thank you to everyone who helped us reach our current total. Now, $532. There are, there's still plenty of time to help and you don't have to do it alone. Family, friends, coworkers, or anyone you can think of are all welcome to join the GameCats team or PSVR challenge to raise funds for the Movember Foundation. Together, our efforts will help countless men across the globe from dying too young. Guys, if you don't know what Movember is, men's health awareness, suicide prevention, Check it out. Got some links in the description of this video. Without further ado, we'd like to announce the grand prize winner of the Pistol Whip prize pack, Wes Dillon. Dude, I think that, I don't know about you, Miles. I, I think there's I think there's some uh, there's something sketchy going on here. Wes Dillon fucking won the prize pack. <laughs> what? Wait, how is that allowed? I don't I don't know. It's like me winning the prize pack. Ex- That's awesome, though. Yeah. Uh, well, hold on. Does, does it say what's in the prize pack? Because was there a hoodie in this prize pack? Did, there was a cloud. Yeah, this was the hoodie one. This was the. This is the awesome prize. This is bullshit. I'm going to reach out to Cloudhead and say, I "Fucking demand the hoodie." I'm not going to. I don't care. Um, okay. Congrats, Wes. Congrats. Um, and the winner of the bonus pistol whip key is David Moore. Well done, David. Which which also feels like cheating because he's a moderator here. Uh, congratulations to both winners. A big thank you to Cloudhead Games for their donations and supporting such a great cause. Serial Killer the Game Cat will be in touch with both of you after the show. Um, okay, so there's, there's one more section here. I'm going back on big screen. Here it is. Uh, from now through the end of the month, we'll be giving away keys for uh, any and all new donations. Uh, I had to double check that to make sure I was reading it right. Any donations are rewarded with a key. Arashi Castles of wow. Sin, RC Airplane Challenge, and Frax Deluxe Edition are all available while supplies last. We will be giving away keys for any and all new donations. Interesting. While they last. Um, plus, one lucky winner will receive a $25 PlayStation gift card or equivalent for the region of... Uh, for their region, courtesy of Serial Killer the GameCat. And if you're waiting for just the right time to donate, MasterCard, in conjunction with the Movember Foundation, will match all... I, yeah, I'm just going to fucking... 
I need this to, is amazing. I, I need to, I'm I need like to record really this. Impressed. I need to record this like on its own separate video file, so you and I can just kind of step aside and like play <laughs> the video and let like let pre-recorded Brian do this because I feel like I'm fucking this up. Um, Mastercard, in conjunction with the Movember Foundation, will match all twenty-five dollar donations in the U.S. starting on Tuesday, November. 29th don't forget to click the link in the description to join this amazing team in race awareness for this very important cause thank you serial killer serial killer i hope i read that with the sincerity and uh that 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 this deserves honestly so so impressive like efforts like this um yeah really really impressed so um well done to you and also to everyone that's uh, donated and got involved so far yeah dude yeah seriously shout out to all the developers all the publishers because uh very very cool um this is you know the the game cats movement uh for this this is a, the first time we've really really tried to do a push for november uh and uh and you know it, it's it's not like we're get we're raising thousands and thousands of dollars so the developers who are like you know donating and, and trying to make this uh you know make this beneficial to to the people who are contributing is that they're just amazing so we really really appreciate put it. a link in the chat if you get a chance um serial killer so people can click and donate right also there's there's two links in the description of the video um if they're not there just hit refresh they should be there there's one for the u.s and one for outside of u.s oh there we go right. um even better steven steven keeling uh, says i'll just wait till the 29th then if the donations get doubled uh serial killer can you clarify in the chat um are they going to double all the donations on the 29th because i was confused while i was reading it uh are they going to double uh or or are they or is it from the 29th on because I was a little confused when I was reading it, and I didn't know if that was self-explanatory or not, if I was just confused. Uh, so hopefully we can clarify that in the chat. Uh, Wes, we got to move on, though. You know, you're not Wes. Uh, Miles, we got to move on. That's right. But Wes has got to move on with his new hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be the moving honest, moving honest dude in the world. Uh, okay, moving along. Moving along, uh, guys. We got we got a we got a breaking news report happening while we talk right now, guys. I don't know if you knew this or not, but there's a new game that just came out on PC VR uh, called Lawn. Now, if you're not familiar with Lawn, uh, that's kind of crazy because these developers have been touting this game for the better part of like three or four years. Like, to, it's it's one of those games that you've you've kind of seen for so long that you're like, there's no way this thing's ever coming out. It must be in development hell. Um, physics-based sci-fi, uh, looks like early steam reviews are coming in and, uh, it looks, and it's looking pretty good. It's got mixed reviews right now only because it's only got a few reviews, but it seems like that most people are really enjoying it. A few people have a few complaints, but here's the fun part about one miles is that I messaged uh, the developers and said, Hey, uh, do you guys have a PSVR two dev kit? Are you planning on bringing this thing to PSVR 2? What's the deal with Lawn? L-O-N-N, Niles Ryan, not L-A-W-N, the Lawn Mowing Simulator. L-O-N-N-V-R. Um, yes, Wes did just play at Serial Killer and got my and uh, actually pointed my attention toward it. I emailed these guys, uh, and they emailed me very quickly back to let me know, yes, Brian, we have everything we need to bring it to PSVR 2. So we're going to call this confirmed because that sounds confirmed to me. If they, they have it in the works, they have it in the plans, it's at least on their roadmap, if nothing else. And it sounds like they have a dev kit. You can't just say that. So I'm, we're assuming that's what they're implying. Uh, pretty cool, though, Miles, right? It's always good to see these games come out on PC VR. Uh, and then you're like, man, I really hope this is on PC, PSVR too. And then psh, confirmed. 
I mean, especially with the the nature of VR gaming, I find it's very experimental in the sense that people like to try new experiences because you're in these games. And so I think any opportunity there is for PC VR games to get onto this platform and give those that are investing the money for these uh, new headsets more choice of games, all for it, all for it. Um, We've got a trailer. Uh, What do you think about it? I think I think the trailer looks fantastic. It has it has a little like raw data vibes, um, which is nice. Yes. But from the setting, um, the gameplay separately uh, looks a lot more tactile. They're saying um, you know physics based, and you actually see that you know what the scene you just saw, dude grabbed uh, yes. the attacker's head and was able to move him around mm-hmm. like swordsman style. Uh, and so it seems like this is really kind of incorporating uh, a, a lot of great things into the genre. It did um, make me think about how I feel about VR trailers now. And it's that you can see a game like this looks good graphic-wise. But for me, graphics aren't really what's important when it comes to VR games. It's the immersion. So it's, um, you know, um, how, how does it make you feel? What's the gunplay like? What is the melee combat? What does that feel like? Um, what's the movement about and 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 the general sense of immersion and as you said from the trailer there is a real sense that there is this tactile nature of the way you interact there's a bit where he stabs the guy and things like that yeah i'm i'm looking forward to playing it yeah uh looper the underground game cat with the two euros says good to know that the lawn devs weren't assholes to you yeah there's a little bit of a joke um they kind of <laughs> west kind of called out the devs on his stream only to find out that they were watching the stream um <laughs> so that's always fun uh i could do i can only imagine you know it's uh i can only imagine studios like this who who likely don't have a pr person um uh, so it's like somebody on the team who's like re- trying to respond to emails from all these like youtubers and websites whatever else uh and just having having to be like answer all these questions and they don't really have a dedicated person to do that usually uh you know they're sort of finding their way I don't know if that's the case with this team or not, but I just sort of assume that's always the case. So it's easy. I think it's easy to call a developer or, or, or a team be like, Oh man, yeah, they're, they're like, they're so up their own ass with this or that, or they, or, or they never respond to anybody. They're assholes. It's easy. I think it's easy to think that, but I think the reality is it's like, man, we're trying to fucking get a game out the door. Uh, and sorry, we don't have, uh, uh, <laughs> what's in the chat is they won't answer my emails. I regret nothing. <laughs> That's great, Wes. I, I'm I'm very glad that you're sticking to your guns on this one. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, dude, you're you're putting a game out on Steam. The fact that you're responding to somebody who only covers PlayStation VR for me, I'm like, well, that's pretty nice of you. Uh, so, so no, no problems over here. Um, so yeah, we're, I'm, I'm adding this to the list, man. I've got the uh, I've got the every confirmed PSVR two video in the works. I'm, there's a ton of games that have been confirmed and added since the last time uh that that list was updated uh so no uh, beat saber no beat saber yet that that'll be a big one for people what do you think the founder the founder um uh was it uh yara he um yeah he tweeted saying quite inspirational about like even though there's bad stuff going on like the future's bright something of that sentiment and i responded i said um announce beat saber <laughs> on psvr2 and then i'll believe you (laughs) (laughs) otherwise the future's not bright and you know they're never gonna bite it um right uh, and you know and some of the game cats were saying oh it doesn't have to be a launch title and stuff which is fair enough it doesn't have to be but i kind of feel like 
I think it is going to be. How, how could it, it not it be? Would, it, how, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think, I, I mean, I think it's the likelihood, I think, is a 10 out of 10 that Beat Saber will be there on PSVR 2 for PSVR 2's launch. I also think that Sony is aware that how important that game is to be on PSVR 2. And that's one of those games that, like, even though it's just an uprised version of the game you already have, uh, that's, that's a game when you do a video presentation and you say, hey, this, this is our big push for PSVR 2. You can see on Twitter, you can see in the comments of any of our videos how important Beat Saber is to people, Miles. It's not in that I don't think I don't think that has gotten away from Sony. I think they're very much aware how important Beat Saber is to PSVR two in that that in in showing off something like that during a video presentation along with something like maybe like Half Life Alex, just you know, speculating here, but along with you know, other first party stuff. Um I don't think is out of the question. I think that's an important title, and I think there's a reason that Beat Games has not said anything yet. I also think it's because there's a feature that they teased two years ago <laughs> on a meta showcase that still hasn't come out yet, which is the XP and cosmetic system. That wasn't two so years if that's ago. Something... Was that two years ago? Well, it wasn't. It wasn't the meta thing this year. It was last year, so it was October last year. Yeah, because it was the where they had the really short trailer yeah. where it was the sword slicing and it went level up. All right, so like just um, over a year ago. Yeah. Okay. So just over. Yeah, just over a year ago. Um. Sorry. Yeah. Not two years ago. Um. But um. I meant two meta showcases ago. Um. But and I thought they would show it. Um. At the one that was just recent, but it, there, there's been no news on it. And for me, it's like that would be a good opportunity to launch it. You know, as a way of getting people to come back for the big push and getting up the charts on PSVR 2. But also, they could also then do a deal with Sony where on Fortnite and all these free-to-play games, um, different platforms get their own cosmetics. So like every few months, you'll get free Fortnite skins for being on PlayStation. So it might be that when they release cosmetics of Beat Saber, they might have PlayStation-only cosmetics as an example. But, you know, there's all sorts that could be done with it. But I do hope that system does come out because... As we've always mentioned, grinding for stuff, grinding for XP is something that would get me coming back again and again to, to Beat Saber. As always, the chat is far more interesting than anything we're saying, Miles. All you have history <laughs> in the chat says, we just need Bleat Saber, where you play as a sheep, uh, someone, where you play as a sheep, someone just ripped their game off. Um, and then, it, oh. and then we follow it up with the Shades of Grey Matter responding saying, Sheep Saber? Sheep, sheep saber. saber yeah you actually shave the sheep with the lip with, oh with see, the saber. i was getting all gory with it in my head being like oh we're decapitating oh, yeah. the sheep we well, could do we're that chopping as well. them in half the blood and guts everywhere but yeah. that that should be the, the penalization like that that because uh, yeah it's trying to shave the wool off like do a close what's it close called cut? when you um you like bushes you do in shapes and that there's a term for it um manscaping Oh, oh, you're talking about outside bushes? <laughs> yeah, 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 God. Not your own bush. But um, but actually, there was a mini game in um, Hotel R&R in the basement where you had to, which was kind of cool, where they gave you a shape and then yes. you had a tree yes. and you had to cut it as close as possible. And as a mini game, it felt like it could have been tweaked a bit, but it was just a mini game. But I was like, actually, as a game, that was that was kind of cool. Um, if you've not played that on Hotel R&R, R &R, go in the basement and give it a go. Agreed. Yeah, to is it? I don't know how you pronounce it. Someone said it. Uh, top topiary or topiary? T O P 
topiary. I've never known. That is it. That's yeah. what I was trying to think of. Never in a million years would I have guessed that. I've heard it, but yeah, not something that yeah. I've retained over the years. Everyone's saying it now. Nice. Topiary. Edward Scissorhands VR. <laughs> yes. That would that, be that's what the world is missing, Miles. Edward, yeah. what, fucking love that movie so much. I love that movie. Um, loved oh, it as yeah. a kid. Love it as an adult. It's good stuff. Kind of just want to be Edward Scissorhands, not going to lie. Um, he looked the original emo guy, like the original goth guy. It's just, we just all kind of adapted. Oh. I say we, meaning well, me and all the other emo people out there. Um, all right. Lon is a first person VR story, uh, action adventure game with realistic physics. The year's 2058. That's really not that far away. I don't believe that it's the world's going to look like that, that in like 25 years. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> mankind is increasingly eclipsed with the cybernetic beings that use telekinesis abilities. I like that already. Weapons, objects to unleash destruction and obliterate the dystopian force. Force can almost read that is Wuxen. I was I was on board till Wuxen. W U X hyphen N Wux N. All right, we need to move on from the story. But first, Josh Cat with the five dollar tip says if Beat Saber gets ported to PSVR two, there'll be no way it'll be free to people that own the game. Right? Everyone already owns it. Okay. Here's what I've no, been... I think. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to say straight off the bat. Short answer: They won't care because they've got DLC to sell. Like they've done two DLCs in like the last two months. They've done the weekend, and, and I don't know the artist before that. Lizzo. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know who she was, but man, after that flute incident, I'm all on board. Anything that pisses people off, you know that I fucking love. Um, so yeah, I, I 100% agree. The last thing that Beat Saber wants or, or or can risk is everyone not caring about Beat Saber anymore. You've got all these people who bought in, who spent $100 on DLC. You fucking need those people to come along for the ride on PSVR 2 to keep buying DLC and give you another $100 over the course of the next few years, right? If you, if you make people pay for the PSVR 2 upgrade or the DLC again or any of that, you're going to lose so many of your customers. You... I'm not going to fucking buy that game again in all the DLC. Are you kidding? I had a lot of fun on PSVR 1, but dude, at any moment, there's another rhythm game that's just waiting to take Beat Saber's place. And I don't think Beat Games is willing to take the risk of that happening. They want to take us along for the ride. Think of all the new VR gamers, right? Pe- people who came over from Quest, from people who have never had a VR headset before. All of those people are going to be buying Beat Saber for the first time and all their DLC. So Beat Games will make their Absolutely. fucking money. They'll make they'll they'll double their money. They're gonna they're gonna find twice the audience that they've ever had before. So I don't think that's an issue. And this is what I've been saying about the free PSVR two PSVR one remasters for PSVR two. People are like, well, it's not it's not fair to the developers to just upgrade it for free. Sure, it is. We've already given you our money, right? And and the more people you have playing your game and talking about your game and streaming your game like the people who already bought it and will get the free update. That's just fucking free advertising for you. And so, uh, and, and so, you know, if you had a nickel and dime, your former audience, it's it just, it's a bad look. And, uh, and I think it probably spelled the demise of your game period. Agreed. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. yeah I mean, thank goodness that I'm out of coffee miles. Cause I think I'm fucking really caffeinated right now. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, uh, you were asked prior in the uh, in, in the chat. I think it was by uh, Man Bear Pig Cat. Uh, <laughs> I know I screwed that up somehow. Um, he asked if you got your pre order. You said yes. Well, you didn't say yes. I had to tell him 
that you did. Uh, how, how did that all go down, man? I, we, we, we heard Wes's story. Neither of you guys got, had gotten your emails. Yeah. And so how did it all go so down? I got, Fill us in. Talk to so us. Yeah, I got, I, got, I got my registration email the day before, the night before, and it was like that was a nice relief. And I was told 11 a.m. our time. Uh, I went onto the link about five minutes to, and it, I got straight onto it, placed the order, and no problems at all. The only thing, and this just is because I don't really pre-order a lot of stuff. Um, it's, it's PS5 was one of the first experiences where I pre-ordered, you know, a big bit of gear, and um, I it was it was asking, you know, it wanted to take the money, the payment, so I had to move the money into that right account and do it, and then obviously it hasn't taken the money now. So I'm now wondering when are they actually going to charge you? Uh, could it be any time? Because if so, it's like. I just need to make sure I've got enough money in that account for it at that time. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to have clarity. I know the conversations you've had with AJ and with Wes and all the game cats is, well, is Amazon going to have pre-orders? And if so, are we going to go with them? Because it is annoying that it says you are going to get it that launch week from the day of launch. I don't know how it worked with the PS5, but I think for launch, they didn't do the direct thing straight away. I could be mistaken, but... My feeling is surely they're just doing it to cover themselves. They're going to start dispatching them a few days before launch day, but they just know in the world that we live in, sometimes things don't turn up on time. So they're just covering their backs by saying it could be up to a week afterwards. Maybe that's me being ridiculously optimistic, but the idea that they will start sending them out on the day that people want to be playing them, I don't think so, but could be wrong and in terms of uh just before i hand over to you with that question brian uh in terms of what i did pre-order i just pre-ordered the standard psvr2 um and i also got the charging station as well yeah so those are the two things i went for okay i'm definitely i would definitely order from amazon i get i get more amazon dollars back uh because i've got an amazon credit card uh and so i buy i buy stuff from you know other places and i get some amazon money back but the stuff i order from amazon i get more amazon money back at the end dude at the end of every month i pay every single bill i have and i buy every single uh, amenity and necessity with my amazon credit card and so by the end of the month i've got like 50 dollars to spend on amazon for free wow so so i absolutely I'm, i'm looking at getting a credit card at the moment i've never owned a credit card in my life and i know as an adult i need to start building up credit with one mm-hmm. so maybe an amazon credit card is one i need to look at dude absolutely like i mean it's it's like you know at the end of the every month i'm like okay well, i get i get i get tornado's cat litter for free i get her i get her food for free i get deodorant for free <laughs> you know like it's just i just and it's usually one order at the end of every single month this is not endorsed or sponsored by amazon i promise but i fucking love amazon man i've been an amazon prime member since I mean, God, 15 years almost. I don't know how long they've been doing it, but I've been doing it pretty much since then. And, uh, in this, in the Amazon card is fucking awesome. Uh, so does I, I've got like a super high interest rate on it too. And I've, but I just don't carry a balance ever. I pay it off immediately. <sighs> That's way too much about my personal finances, I think. But, uh, but yeah, lots of credit card advice in the chat. I love it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, man. So it's, it'll be interesting. I do, we, I did hear from Wes though. Uh, that he had to order a PlayStation 5 as a... Oh, I hope this isn't like a secret or anything. Uh, he had to order a PlayStation 5 as a gift, and it's literally coming the next day. Um, and so that... Because I don't think he had ordered anything off of uh, off of PlayStation.com before either. And so, you know, I, I think this PlayStation 5 situation has sort of put his uh, nerves to rest regarding PSVR 2 and getting it on launch day. Because he ordered a PlayStation 5 from them. It'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> like, pretty fast turnaround. Um 
Uh, Zombie in the chat saying Jeff Bezos is actually Brian's number one Patreon supporter. <laughs> I mean, dude, if Jeff Bezos wants to support me on Patreon, I will not object to that whatsoever. Um, the new Amazon series, PSVR Valpro. Well, thank you for sharing your story, uh, your launch story with us. Um, we're, we're definitely going to get to the main topic here in just a second. First and foremost, though, Infinite for All in the chat says, will Saints and Sinners 2 and Hello Neighbor Search and Rescue be on PSVR 1 as well? Today I checked the store, and it was exclusive, even though they said it wouldn't be. From everything that everybody's saying so far, uh, somebody, somebody poked Jacob in the chat and wake him the fuck up. And, yeah. and then put him on time. Wake up, Jacob. And then put him on time for, for spamming the chat. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I'm, I fucking dude, the moderators are amazing. I'm like, put him on timeout, wake him up, and they're like, we got you. <laughs> I can shout out to all the mods out there. You're amazing. Um, uh, so infinite for all. Uh, yes, unless something changes at Skydance, the from right now, what they're saying is that Saints and Sinners uh, Chapter Two will have a release on PSVR One. Uh, Hello Neighbor will have a release on PSVR One. Um, and then what was the other one? The Light Brigade was the one they announced from Funktronic Labs. Also PSVR one titles, even though they're being announced as PSVR two titles, these are cross-gen games, cross-buy games. Uh, but if anything changes, obviously on the Saints and Sinners side of things, we'll let you know. Uh, that's, you know, that's been very concerning to us because we thought maybe this game would be out by now. Uh, the quest version is coming out very soon, but that's not even the PC VR version. PC VR version is coming out early next year. When PSVR 2 version, we just got a release date on that on the PlayStation Store. Now it's in March. It's time to launch title. So, like, it seems like dates over at Skydance are slipping. And so, at a certain point, you wonder, is the PSVR 1 version just going to slip through the cracks completely and be like, well, what's the point of even bringing it out now? It's been out on PSVR 2 for a year, you know, like, so, but we'll, we'll try to keep you posted. That's a topic that a lot of people are curious about. Um, and then just to kind of segue into our main topic, Burke Daniels in your chat with the $5 tip. By the way, Burke Daniels, this is, this is wonderful. Uh, one of my favorite singer songwriters in Worcester, if you ever get around to here, or maybe, maybe you can find him on Amazon or, or somewhere else. Uh, his name's Daniel Burke. So Burke Daniels, Daniel Burke, sorry, it just rang a bell. He's a great singer-songwriter. Uh, that's that's like my crew, right? I always hang with like the singer-songwriter crew. I always do the open mic, mic nights with them and everything else. Ari, Ari Charbonneau, all sorts of great people here in Worcester. That's one of the things that Worcester uh, is actually really well known for. Our music scene is fucking fantastic, especially with the singer-songwriter crew. And uh, I just had to bring that up. So if you if Daniel Burke, if anybody does a music search for him, uh, you'll find some great music. But anyway, Burke Daniels in the chat with the $5 yeah. tip. Uh, like I said, I don't need any more coffee. Good thing it's gone. Great main topic and worrisome. I feel as if flat gamers are just all sour grapes over the price, and now we're trying to cancel PSVR 2. So the topic of the show is something I suggested to Miles this morning. In about you know 45 minutes, he got back to me and said, that sounds good. <laughs> and said, uh, because... Because what happened is, over the last couple of days, I've been noticing stories online uh, from GameSpot, <laughs> I had to think about it, GameSpot, and uh, in The Verge, and Trusted Reviews, The Six Axis, uh, Gaming Bolt, all these, all these places out there have negative headlines surrounding PSVR 2, and I'm just so kind of interested to dig into them a little bit, find out what the genesis was, like why, you know, why is your first... Uh, why is your first reaction to write a negative article? Uh, and the one that I think the one that kind of spawned everybody's interest the most was um, how in the hell do I keep losing this? Here, let's see what happens if I go go over to full screen. 
There it is. Perfect. It came up just as I wanted it to. Um, this is from GameSpot over on Instagram, and it said, Without owning a PS5, Call of the Mountain will cost $1,000 to play. Now, we can get into this. There's no article associated with this. This isn't just a crazy headline to get you to read their article. This is just them like being like, Psh! like just, yeah. right? Let me ask you, Miles, because I think you've got a better... Uh, head on your shoulders when it comes to this kind of stuff. You know, without parole, I try to, I try my best to, uh, you know, hold down some level of journalistic integrity. Um, but you've been kind of like out there uh, on YouTube since the beginning and, and sort of been paying attention to this stuff a lot longer. It's just so obvious that clickbait and negative headlines sell better and attract more viewers, right? Or am I just, or is that just, or is that just in right. my head? It is the sad truth about the way that algorithms work across the internet, which is you want to post something, you want to wake up the algorithm, because what a lot of these sites do, especially Meta, is you put a post out there, it will look, it will start sending out to some of your followers, and then it will look at how many of those followers of that small portion react to it. Are they commenting on it? Are they liking it? Are they sharing it? And if a large percentage does engage with it they go okay this is a good piece of content because it's creating activity it's creating engagement it's making people use the platform and then it sends it to more and more people and it becomes a snowball effect and when it comes to journalism when you do a story you want something that is going to rile people up who are either against it or for it it's you know this is what's gonna be happening in this conversation today because if i was to do a social post that was nuanced and i went um you know wh whatever the headline was it was you know um call of the mountain will cost a thousand dollars to play um or i mean that's a negative framing uh you know without owning a ps5 and stuff like that right. but if you did one that just said um this is going to be the cost of it here are the good things and here are the bad things it's not really going to do that great if you put something like this which is really at one end of the spectrum then you're going to get a lot of activity with people debating it. And that's just the, we live in an attention economy now. That is how stuff is rewarded. If you want to grow your audiences, you have to grab people's attentions. And the ways you do that is by writing people up and negativity is one of the best ways to do it. Cause it fires off those defense, you know, the lizard brain, it makes you want to react to it. And so kind of, that's my quick overview. And I've worked in media. Um, I've, I've worked in producing video content and, and opinion pieces. And um, when it comes to, you know, discussing serious issues, you want, instead of like a, maybe a discussion between two people, you want one person to make the case for one thing and then another to make the case for the other because then people are going to share it. This speaks for me or, oh, my God, have you seen what this person says? So, yeah, um, the fact that this hasn't got an article if you look at the post it says link in bio for our hands-on impression of the game yep. it's kind of they're just doing this as a social post to roll people up um and i haven't looked at the comments yet but i'm sure they're quite interesting yeah uh, the the only reassuring thing to me about all of what everything we're going to talk about uh is is that consumers or at least the educated consumers are smarter uh than to fall for this right i don't see many comments saying oh yeah psvr2 is doomed Right. I see comments saying like, this makes no sense. That's like saying, uh, you know, if you don't have a, you know, if you don't have a bed, you're going to have to buy a house in order to sleep in it properly. Like it's a lot of the comments have been kind of putting perspective on the headline. And 
it's ridiculous because my first, my first thought, I look at this and I go, and I go, how could they possibly put a headline like that out there? Like, and have any kind of, and, fe- and be able to sleep at night and feel like they have any kind of integrity, right? Because the immediate thing I want to do is change this headline, right? Have Aloy up there with all the awesome colors and everything like that. And then, and, and then change the headline and have it say something like, Horizon is one of the most immersive VR experiences you'll ever have. And then in small parentheses say, but it'll cost you. Right, because if that's what they're trying to get out there, say, hey, it's going to cost a thousand dollars to buy the PlayStation Five and the headset and, and the games, whatever. That's that's fine, right? But it but it's so. Oh, you PSVR shield, Brian. Why are you hiding the price? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> is it? By the way, have you seen how small the word news is on that image? Oh God, yeah, it's it's yeah, it gets lost in uh, in Aloy's belt. It... It's not news, right? I, I work, as you know, in a cybersecurity company, and I, I'm their content development manager. I run their socials, and so you know we have conversations about how to be provocative, but we do it in a way that is 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 generating conversation we want to have. We want people in the community to be discussing about these issues, um, and the way that that's framed is that was done as a social post to generate stuff. That is to drive clicks. There's no doubt about it. I don't actually find it nefarious. I just think it's the game in town that you have to play. And, um, you know, the link in the bio is for our hands-on impression of the game. So that's going to drive people to check it out and people will want to get it. Um, I don't think a post like this is going to stop people from uh, sticking with what decision they've already made about it. Um, And this gets to the broader conversation about the pricing of it and sort of the negative press. We're going to go with some other examples as well. And, And all I'd say on this, Brian, quickly is for me... We a lot of people are seeing just the PSVR two launch as a launch, like in its entirety. I see it with my marketing background as a phased approach. As a complete guess, I think Sony are like, we just want all the hardcore people to buy it first. They're the people that are going to adopt it at the most expensive price. They're going to pay a premium to be the first to play it, and then that will allow us to then bring down the price a bit. Uh, and we will also be able to offer other games to get everyone else on board as well. Like, there is a phased approach to happening here. The cost of the PSVR 2 isn't cheap, but for what you're getting for it in terms of the tech, it's actually really good value for money. Agreed. Um, and, and PlayStation have established that they are invested in this. The fact that they've got Horizon Zero, or Horizon, the Horizon franchise leading the way regardless of what type of game it is it shows you that they're taking this really really seriously and so um okay. uh i i do i do think that how do they keep the conversation going around psvr2 in the news between now and february one of the ways of doing it is by bringing up these stories again and again and riling people up agreed uh there's another there's another whole side of this that I don't know how deep we want to go into it, um, but I think we've offered so far one suggestion as to why everything we're going to be talking about is so negative. Uh, but there's another side of this that if 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 you ever if you ever watched uh, like the different podcasts on IGN, I, I don't remember who talked about this, what Game Scoop or Podcast Beyond or whatever it was, but IGN obviously is one of the biggest. Uh, gaming sites or is the biggest gaming site in the world, right? But if you if you go all the way back to when Minecraft came out. They didn't have anybody on staff that was playing Minecraft or interested in Minecraft. And so they said, well, what are we going to do about this? We can, we can, you know, get, go hire a freelancer or hire somebody, uh, that can cover Minecraft, or we can just let it pass us by and, and hope that the fad dies out. 
They chose the latter. They chose to like just wait it out and let the fad die out and not do coverage of Minecraft because they didn't have anyone who was knowledgeable enough to play it, knowledgeable enough to like you know write articles on it, news articles and updates and previews and reviews and whatever else. And so they were hoping that it was just a fad and it would go away because it would make their job too difficult. I see. Are we talking about Minecraft when it first came out, or are you talking about the VR release? First came out when it first came out. And so, and, and obviously, you know, retrospectively speaking. It was the, one of the biggest mistakes IGN ever made because because they could have been the source for Minecraft information and all the fans could have gone there and whatever. But it, it became one of the biggest games in the world. And so, but I kind of see history repeating itself. I, I like, and I think that's what's been happening with VR. A lot of these sites, as you can see, when IGN had to cover the PSVR two uh, hands on at that press event that they did in September. They just freelance somebody. They get somebody who was not on staff, right? And so, and so they don't have any real VR people on staff. You know why? Because they think it's a fad and they're waiting it out and just want it to die. That's the impression I'm getting from, from all of these big news outlets is that they just want it to go away. And so that's, I, I think this is history repeating itself. And so a little bit of negativity, throw some shade whenever possible. Oh, it's really expensive. <laughs> oh my God. And then like, and then they'll, they'll, They'll talk about, oh, it's, you know, even the people who say it's a good value, oh, the games aren't there. Like the launch lineup's pretty weak, but we don't even know the launch lineup. It's like, but they don't mention that, right? So they're always trying to find an angle to put it down, right? Oh, it's not, it's, it's not, um, it's not standalone. You get a, there's a wire that's going to attach. There's always a way that they're trying to put it down in order to make it go away. Yes, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Yes, this is how I operate. I will always believe the lie before I believe the truth, right? Give me a couple like weeks, a couple months or some evidence. I'll get, I'll come around to the truth eventually. But, but first and foremost, I'm always going to believe the conspiracy theory. And I think this conspiracy theory makes a lot of sense. I think business-wise, a lot of people just don't want it to be a thing, and they're just waiting for it to go away. And if they can help that happen, then it's in their best interest to make it happen, right? Because if VR explodes, they've got nobody ready to cover this shit. They've got nobody on staff. And so it would have to change. They have to change everything. They have to have a VR team covering this stuff 24-7, and they're just not interested in doing that. They, they want VR to go away. And so I think that's, that, that is part of all of this. Um. My my response is going to be, I mean, firstly, uh, there's a term called social listening that I want to get to in a moment. So if I don't start talking about social listening, say, Miles, social listening. And I go, oh, yeah, thank you. Um, but the other thing I was going to mention was um, I, I, I don't think it is nefarious, but the bit I do agree with what you've just mentioned. Um, a, a musician friend of mine many, many years ago was was really into music not just as a creator but in terms of how the industry works and sort of the history of music and he always mentioned how when new music comes up like new genres and that it gets mocked by the mainstream like people think it's a fad that's going to go away but then there's a tipping point that once it hits critical mass all the big institutions start like co-opting it um and so he gave an example with like dubstep music like when dubstep music came out, and regardless of what you think of dubstep, yeah, when really it first came out, it was seen as this completely niche thing. Um, uh, Skrillex won a Grammy with it, and I know when he it was um, was it Nice Sprites and Monsters. Uh, I don't know if I've butchered the title, but when he gave his speech, I remember he was saying it was an achievement in the sense that it showed you that you didn't have to follow the regular structure of verse, chorus, verse, chorus, etc. Every- um, it, it was kind of interesting, but then dubstep is in like every massive commercial like it's it's on a lag but the point was that 
the people that are working with this niche and trying to make it flourish they do all the heavy lifting and then you know and that's the worry also with vr you get all these indie developers and studios that are doing all the hard work when no one else is investing in it and then they help make vr a success and then all the big AAA companies will go and go. Oh, thanks for taking this. We'll we'll take it from here. Right. Uh, and that's and and that and that's just the nature of it. And that happened with YouTube in the early YouTube days. I remember all the top YouTubers were way above Pepsi, and I had more subscribers than all the biggest broadcasters in the UK. But we we built it. YouTube used to be called YouTube Broadcast Yourself. That was their thing because it was about you as a YouTuber broadcasting yourself. Yeah. And I remember the day they scrapped that, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is a sign of the times." <laughs> And it's not that it's nefarious, it's just the systemic nature of how things work. So I just wanted to say that from a cultural perspective in support of what you just mentioned. Social listening, really quick point. I do think there is this kind of circular motion that happens with like chicken or egg. Um, a great example is um, when you think about the role, I mean, in the UK, newspapers had always historically had a massive impact in terms of politics. You hear a lot of stories about newspapers backing certain politicians. I know it happens in other parts of the world, but it's very entrenched in the UK. But there's this whole thing about when it comes to news stories and people are like, why are we talking about this? This isn't important. But it's like, is it the newspapers that make it a story that everyone then cares about? Or is it a thing that everyone cares about and then the newspapers report on it because they know that's what people want and what comes first? And I think in this circumstance, with that um, Instagram article, article, is on social media, there's something called social listening. And it's a marketing technique where what you do is you pay for these services that will literally, you'll type in hashtags or key terms. So I could type in like virtual reality and it will tell me here are the, you know, like word clouds and stuff like that. It will tell you like, what are the top questions being asked right now about PSVR? What are the top articles being shared around it? You know, you can kind of search it manually using Twitter and stuff, but this is like really sophisticated social listening. And so what you do is you look at where is the conversation? Where is the energy? Ah, a lot of people talking about the price at the moment. Well, this content is for them because when people are having a conversation and then they see a really nice, instagram graphic which people can click share and share it on their stories and then create a poll with it you know testing their followers to get engagement from them true this is how it works we feed into each other and so i think that's been going on as well yeah uh Reza in the chat says uh do you think everybody has a thousand dollars like this uh like this and especially now uh no the, the answer is no i don't think so i think i think this is a very expensive product uh being re- being released at a very difficult time uh but 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 also i think sony's aware of that and uh and it's not it's going to it's going to be for a very niche audience for for a while um it's not really what this conversation's about really it's it's more about um more about the negativity in in the in the press overall we've we've already discussed the price tag we 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 talked about the price tag for a full week uh and, and we said over and over and over that we fully understand anybody's decision it, a lot of people don't even have the decision I, I would say i understand your decision not to purchase it I don't think it's even a decision for some people. I think it's just, man, like my family and, and, and my necessities, my bills, everything else comes first. It's just, it's just not a possibility right now. There's no discussion to be had. So I respect people's opinions. I respect people's decisions. And moreover than that, I respect everybody has a different perspective. Uh, and so, so yes, but, but what we're talking about right now is just, is, is completely different than that. And it's that 
we've had a week to talk about the price. Uh, and it's just an interesting way to talk about horizons and horizons is going to be this amazing VR experience. that's going to blow people's minds. Uh, and instead of saying that we just focus on the one super negative thing. It's like, it's my complaint about upload. Really? My complaint about upload for years was that they couldn't, they couldn't do a review of a PSVR one game without jumping up and down and talking about how much the hardware sucks, talking about how much they hate light tracking or that they track or, or that this didn't work right or that didn't work right. And it all related to the PSVR one hardware. They're unable to separate the two. And so, uh, and, and that was, and that was from the beginning to the end, right? It's like, this is not a review of the hardware. This is about a review of the game. And, uh, and, and they would constantly, uh, I think Jagano was the worst about this, would constantly, uh, have to shit on PSVR one hardware while talking about a PSVR one game. It's like, we listen, man, we're reading a review because we own the PSVR one hardware. <laughs> like we already have our own opinions about that review, the fucking game. I managed to review every single PSVR one game, uh, without reviewing the hardware every single time. Right. So, you know, that, that, that's sort of what, where my mindset is today when we discuss this kind of stuff is that it's just a completely different situation. Um, anyway, I know we're, we're kind of getting in the weeds here a little bit. Um, do you, I'm, I'm bringing this up right here uh, on screen. We don't, we don't need to get involved in it because, you know, the, late, the thing I hate the most about these negative YouTube videos, these negative um, Instagram posts, these negative articles, uh, my least favorite thing about them is how much they get shared, right? Because it, it shows that it works. It shows these people that you're doing the right thing because it's bringing a lot of attention to your channel and you're getting a lot of subscribers and views and likes and clicks or whatever, and so that's why I hate it. I saw I saw Petrifying Pumpkins uh, retweet this very article and basically slam it, or made this very same YouTube video and slam it. And I was like, oh, I, I really wanted to do that, but the last thing I wanted to do is give this guy more attention. <laughs> but yeah, right. here that, we here we are, Miles. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not comparing this YouTuber to the person I'm about to mention, but we have someone in the UK called Katie Hopkins who used to be on The Apprentice uh, in the UK, and she is a massive troll that um, says the most disgusting stuff. And I remember many, many years ago, she would just say, say outrageous stuff. And I would see all these massive YouTubers going, I can't believe uh, she would say that or why are people giving her a platform? And I'm like, you're literally doing that by talking about her. Yeah. And like, I never mentioned her. And I remember she didn't have that many followers on Twitter. And I remember then she, she overtook me and it was just it was just skyrocketed. And it's this whole thing of like lots of people start giving oxygen uh, by talking about what they want to avoid i mean we're, we're kind of doing it now but yeah uh, what i would say with, with the title of this video um you know uh, a bit of media studies here look at that title and just keep in mind what is in capital letters now psvr will and ps5 will will let slide because that is actually how it's done but screws up and pissed yep those are the capital letters um i mean credit for not doing the full thing in capitals but that just shows you what the slant is i haven't seen the video to be fair um and i wouldn't mind checking out and, and seeing how it is but that's that's why people share it there'll be people that share it because of the thumbnail yep. and the headline regardless of what people checking it out because that's the message people want to wave a flag on um oh. and uh you know and, and the description is this is why we can't have nice things um i know lots of people that have had great experiences pre-ordering um i was really pleasantly surprised with mine because of seeing stuff like this which would tell me otherwise but i also appreciate there are a lot of people in the chat that haven't had some people still haven't had the registration email and i totally feel for those people 
And that's the thing about the world. It's very nuanced. It's not black and white. There's a mixture. And um, one of my favorite all-time quotes is, the plural of anecdote is not data. So when people give you an anecdote, I love it, and you think, "Oh, look at all these anecdotes." Yep, that doesn't t- that, that that doesn't tell you the full story. That's not how people work when it comes to proper research and and, and stuff like that. Right. Well, so in in all fairness, uh, almost. I mean, so well, that was a disaster. I've just seen that right? comment. We did. <laughs> A lot more, and yes, we've heard the stories uh, from people who who struggled through it or, or didn't get their link or or anything else. Um, but for the most part, it's it's we are still months away from PSVR 2's launch. Um, Sony has not sent out all the invitations they're going to send out. Uh, eventually, they will be available on Amazon and Walmart and Target and all of your Best Buy, all the other uh, different sites. Uh, and so, you know, it, it's it's not like oh oh, and now they're sold out and everybody's pissed off. This was very clearly uh, with it. You don't even need to watch the video. You don't need to watch the video. This is very clearly uh, just going to rile people up. And and what I love is that no, I don't see a lot of people in the comments that are just going along for the ride and say, "Yeah, fuck Sony," you know, or, P- or PSVR two is going to you know is dead. What they're not doing that. Instead, they're actually. Uh, responding with their own stories. Wes Hill here says, I pre-ordered the PSVR 2 pretty easy. I went to the email, signed into the link, wasted a few minutes, waited a few minutes uh, in the queue and then pre-ordered it. Went well for me. The next one, the pre-order process was super easy. It really wasn't that big of a deal. These were the ones with the most likes. Uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Michael said, I actually prefer buying stuff directly like so- from Sony like this. Um, the Mag- Magnifico says, I got signed up in advance, got the email, opened the link a little afternoon, and didn't have any problems pre-ordering. Uh, Abel said, I guess I'm lucky, just pre-ordered the PSVR 2 through Sony's direct email, and it was a smooth experience. This comment after comment after comment after comment. This is just clearly, like, it's, it's, so, it's so fun to me <laughs> that people will say, I had this bad experience, so I'm going to make it sound like everyone had a bad experience, right? Here I am. I've got this following of uh, 441,000 subscribers, and I'm going to tell everybody how it is for everybody. Sony screws up the PSVR 2 pre-orders and PS5 owners are pissed. Be like, not I'm pissed because my pre-order didn't go smoothly. PS5 owners are pissed. Just blanket statement Sounds like he didn't reach out, ask anybody, because if he did, he'd get the responses that he got below. It's really irritating. And it's and, and what's more irritating, Miles, is that we try to do things the right way. You try to do things the right way. I try to do things with, a little, like I said, a little bit, at least a little bit of journalistic integrity over here without parole. No one holds anyone accountable for anything. And it's the most frustrating thing I've ever seen on YouTube. It's the worst part of being a YouTuber is seeing other people have wild success with their nonsense when you're trying to do everything right and having, you know, almost no success or you're doing, you know, like much on a much smaller scale, how many people are holding these people? I, I unsubscribe to this guy because I'm like, I'm, I'm not fucking interested in your content. Dreamcast guy did the same thing with PSVR one. I unsubscribe for him. I've said, I'm not interested in your content. This is not how I want to consume media. This is not the cut. I don't want to turn on YouTube and just be mad. Right. Because I try to be, I try to be a happy guy and, and foster a happy, commu- happy community. And nobody, se- nobody else seems to hold anyone accountable. Fucking unsubscribe, man! Like fucking show your disdain, show that like this is not, this is not how shit should be. But as you said, it's a losing battle. 
We're, we're never going to win this one. Doing things the right way will always be the hard way. I told that to AJ from, from day one. I was like, it's, we always do things the hard way and it's not the most rewarding way to do things. I promise you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, the, the accountability does come from the algorithm. So, you know, voting with your wallet, unsubscribing does all this, th- all these things. But the truth is that kind of content is the stuff that's going to get shared a lot with people that aren't subscribed and, and that has its own benefits. Um, on my podcast show a few years ago, um, or maybe five years ago now, um, I, I was talking about why I am hopeful for the future of media. And I'm going to give you the, like, the short version <laughs> as best I can. And it's this, that a lot of websites and obviously YouTube channels use clickbait. And clickbait is, you know, catchy titles, headlines to get people watching and get enrolled up and engaged. That is the way that you do it. And you make money from ads, impressions. The more people, the more eyeballs, the more people that, you know, uh, the, the more money that you make. But the model that we're all switching to is because, like, there is an abundance of content these days. There is just so much content out there. The amount of money and revenue you can make from running ads on your content is going down. And so what are people switching to? People are switching to subscription models like Patreon or YouTube membership and things like that. Now, for that to be successful, you can't just be catchy. You have to offer quality and build a relationship on trust and integrity. Now, there are still people that are going to be able to do clickbait stuff and build a a subscription audience. But the longevity of that is not going to be... there's there's not going to be much longevity to it. I think it's going to take a process. You know, it's going to take maybe the next 10 years. But I think that when people decide where do I want to spend my dollars and what are the channels that I want to invest in, people are more and more going to say, I'm actually going to side with this channel because I keep coming back because the content's good, not because they keep getting me with clickbait each week. Uh, And so that is something that does make me hopeful for the future. Um, I don't think it's a guarantee by any means, but I do think that a lot of businesses that um, are relying entirely on clickbait to just run ads, um, it's not sustainable. And so you have to sort of, um, you know, and, and no judgment about, about the guy that you showed, but I noticed the first line of his description underneath the actual caption was um, uh, him on Cameo. Cameo is not a sustainable business model, um, you know. <laughs> It's kind of something that you use once you've built an audience and it will eventually run out once everyone's had a video of you saying hi or happy birthday to them. Um, the first thing should be subscribe for more. Um, and that's why what you're doing with this is really powerful stuff. Uh, and it's why people do super chats and uh, support on Patreon. Please do it if you haven't already uh, because people believe in the vision and they want to be here for the long haul. And that's great. Snacks, please, the email checking game cat. With the $10 tip says, in that sentiment is exactly why I'm so thankful to found this community. Tip train anyone? Thanks for doing this channel in such an honest way. Happy Friday, Game Cats. Thank you very much, man. We really, really appreciate that. Um, and, I, and, I don't, and I hope I don't sound ungrateful for everything we have here because we have, I would much rather grow with a, a positive, happy, um, helpful, uh, understanding community than to wake up and have a million subscribers and have half you guys be jackasses and racist or misogynist or whatever else you can you can throw at me uh with a million subscribers uh we have such a i don't again i never understood how this happened we have such an amazing community um and uh and if in and, and if it takes growing very very slowly in order to maintain that then i am 
absolutely down. AJ in the chat says, weapon of choice. Love. Fucking 100% agree, brother. Um, Dragoon's Eye 76 with the $3 tip says, oh, it's, it was a, a, an emoji. It was a lemon character raising both his thumbs up. When I copied and pasted it, it copied the description. Lemon character. That is why we get up in bed, get out of bed every morning is for the lemon, lemon. the thumbs up. <laughs> the, the beard kitten with the, the $10 tip says, I'm really excited for Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. I own on Quest, but have not played it yet. I want the enhanced experience. Do you think Vader Immortal will get ported too? I, I think so. I, I think, I think a majority of PSVR one games, uh, that have that whose developers are still around will absolutely take advantage of PSVR 2 uh, in the new audience that that'll bring and, put, and bring their games over. I don't know how many will bring it over with a free, uh, you know, a free patch for PSVR 1 gamers, but I, I do I do expect to see a good number of PSVR 1 games on PSVR 2 uh, within the first year. Can I just um, say something off the back of the conversation we just had, and I just want to be really clear with this. Clickbait uh, is is associated with the idea that you're baiting people with things that people want to click on. It doesn't always have to be a negative thing because if you put a really catchy title and then you deliver that and you have integrity with what you're doing and you make your cases clear. Like I, again, I haven't seen that guy's video. If I watch that video and he's got a case of like all this data of a massive disaster, which to be fair was what happened with the PlayStation five. Right. There was a lot because it was an absolute mess, then that's fair enough. Like, so clickbait isn't inherently bad, right. but it's about context. Um, and uh, a lot of this conversation today, I've been talking a lot earlier uh, about at work with digital citizenship. I used to teach it in schools and educating young people about the algorithms and things like that. And just to give you like another flavor of like how this works, you know, we, we, we used to talk about like um, emotional manipulation. And so we'd show a few charity commercials and it's like, you know, when they do commercials of like donating to this animal charity, they always use like cute looking animals. They don't use the one that's got like a fucked up leg and eye and stuff that looks ugly, you know, because they and they use really nice music, you know, and you'd ask, you know, the kids that you're teaching, why are they using nice music? Oh, it's to make you feel it and, and be brought on side. And we're like, yeah, that is a form of manipulation. But just because something is manipulating you with the music doesn't necessarily mean that what they're telling you is false. Um, and that is just the complexity of the world that we live in. Just because something has clickbait doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong or inaccurate. They might bring you in, but then they might actually do you a service because they've had to cut through the noise. That is, you know, what everyone's mission is in the world today is there is an abundance of content. You know, you don't have enough time in your life to watch all the content online. So how do you cut through the noise? Clickbait. And then once you bring them in, you deliver something of value for the long term and again that's what brian does so very well here i want to be very clear about this <laughs> i wasn't not listening to what you were saying <laughs> because i wasn't interested i was not listening to what you were saying because i was getting the 20 questions uh game ready <laughs> right. Sorry. Um, i like that i like that so i love you miles and i'm sure you can watch this on replay yeah you can watch this on replay. I probably won't. Oh, no, you know what? Time, oh. Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry will timestamp it for us, and I can just jump right to it. There we go. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> the, the chat and then you're right in the comments of the video. Sorry, Miles, I tried watching this again and I just was not paying attention. Still tuned out. <laughs> I had you in one window and Chatterbait in another. Guess who won out? Um, Kill Artist won the Dreamweaver game cat with a $5 tip. Says, that's why this is the only channel I support on Patreon. I love this community. Thank you so much, Kill Artist. I fucking love you guys. And then we got Man Bear Pig Game Cat with the $2 tip. Says, Brian, Wes, AJ, Miles, we love you guys. And we love you right back. Man Bear Pig Game Cat. Man, if we if, if you show up at the next Game Cat, uh, game, game cat Meetup, you're not going to be at all what I'm picturing in my head when every time I see your your name. Half man, half bear, half pig, half game, half cat. It's what a, a monster. It's a what lot of hats. I'm full. I'm full. <laughs> I, I, I only wanted a sliver that's my, that's, or a smidge, as my grandmother would say. I only wanted a smidge, and you gave me half and a half and a half and a half. <laughs> Serial killer, the fan stash time cat, a time tick. You know what, fan stash tick game cat this is it's almost time for me to go to bed you guys uh <laughs> chat uh time stamps it uh one hour ten minutes miles is insightful while while brian isn't listening that that's what the timestamp should say and to be fair just to counterbalance that ian just says it's okay brian most of the time miles is unwatchable he has the occasional good pun though and i know brian does not even agree with the pun bit so it just means it's all just terrible <laughs> Oh man, Ian, we know you're joking. Stike Gamer, the VRAF game cat with the 10 euros, says <laughs> Game Caterbait. Game Caterbait, yeah. I, th- I hope we got everybody's tip. I, If I miss anybody's, please let me know in the chat. I always hate ending a show and missing one. Um, it's time, Miles. It's time. Actually, you know what? No, no, you know what? I it, We talked a lot about, uh, about these, about these, uh, Instagram posts, YouTube videos. There were plenty of articles we didn't even show you, um, but they were all exactly what you think they are. Um, do you think, let's answer the question that, that this video poses. Do you think this negativity will have any influence on PSVR 2's success? No. Because the as I said, the phase right now is we need to get this in the hands of the people that love VR. Anyone that's had PlayStation VR is sold or put off. If if they're put off, they haven't got, they're not using their PSVR now. You know, they're not a part of the conversation. So um, yeah, it's, it's not going to have an impact. Um, It just means people might have to wait a bit longer until they buy one. And that's fine. People have different financial situations. We live in tough economic times. That's what it's going to come down to. It's not going to come down to articles because it's the same thing that you hear about games that people shit on. People have made up their minds already. The only times that there are exceptions is when you've got like EA games with um, Battlefront 2, where everyone was like, oh, you know, this um, pay-to-play pay system is shit. Let's um, withhold our money. And they actually did do a massive dent in it. There's not that kind of protest against it. People are not critical of PSVR 2 for what it is the games or you know the hardware it's just the price and so the question is do you want to pay that it's either a yes or no and there's no controversy to it some people are going to say yes some are going to say no and those decisions are personal decisions on people's financial situation people aren't going to be dictated to on whether they're going to spend that amount of money based on what other people say for this hardware in my opinion yeah i agreed i i I think there's going to be just as many people who uh who are on the complete opposite camp, the people who are uh, going to be reviewing—hello, that's me. 
every single game that comes out on PSVR 2 and, and spending their life talking about it and, and showing people the other side of the coin, things that it's, I think it's easy to shit on something that you don't have your hands on. Uh, it's easy to say this is too expensive because you don't have it yet. You don't even know what kind of experience it offers. Um, last I checked, everybody who's, who's saying negative things are not even people who, uh, thank you, Paradise Decay, uh, who even had hands on with it, right? So it's, it's, it's really, I think, unfair to be judging things this early. Um, what I always, my, my philosophy on, on without parole is to, uh, give everything the benefit of the doubt, you know, air, voice some concerns, obviously, you know, leading up to launch, we, we've every single thing that we've ever discussed, we've, we've always voiced a little bit of concerns, but, uh, but at the same time, give everything the benefit of the doubt until you get your hands on it, until you review it. And then that's when you go, okay, well, we're going to be fucking brutal about this because it deserves like this brutal scathing review, uh, or it deserves this you know amazing glowing review. Uh, it's, I just, it's just not fair to judge a book by its cover. It's something we've all heard our entire lives. Uh, and it's fine to voice some concerns, but at the same time, keep an open mind. Uh, and I think once people get their hands on this thing, uh, I, my bet is going to be, I can't guarantee this, my bet is going to be that it's going to be extremely positive based on uh, a little bit of anecdotal evidence, I suppose. Uh, all the people who got their hands on it during the press event. Uh, Ian Higton is somebody I trust implicitly when it comes to VR over at Eurogamer. He's just an awesome dude. Yeah. Great content. Amazing. And he just knows a lot about VR and has had a lot of different headsets, so he knows what to compare it to. Uh, there's probably very few people uh, out there whose opinions I don't somebody I don't know. I've interacted with him a few times. He's been on like the uh, PSVR award shows, but I've interacted with him very few times. And yet I still trust his opinion uh, implicitly. Uh, and so based on his impressions, I'm going to say this is going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> so I think, I think, I, I think in the court of public opinions, uh, it'll all come out in the wash. I'm just, I'm just throwing a bunch of different catchphrases out there, man. Which is different, and if and, and, and no, uh, you, you're right. And if there are people that are waiting until it comes out to see what the reviews are with the games, then yeah, that's totally fine. It's a totally respectable thing to do, and that's why I think PlayStation's first phase is we just need to get the early adopters on the people that just want to support the tech. Um, we're paying a premium, and that's because that that's the wave of of when you get new tech on the market. It's always expensive at first, but it's for the people that are hardcore fans. The last thing before we get to twenty questions, Brian, I wanted to say was, um, you know, I, I have seen sprinkles of comments in the chat about people that still haven't had that email mm -hmm. um you know and they they keep sending it all i would say is and look, i can't give a guarantee um but um you know there are still three three and a half months to go um and uh there's still time and so don't don't lose hope just keep checking your emails the promotion tab that was mentioned before if you if you use gmail very important yep. um and, and just keep doing it because um they will be doing this in waves and uh yeah, uh, just don't give up. Well, and, and also, uh, if you if you live in a territory that's covered by Sony Direct, uh, we should be seeing different retailers soon enough uh, start taking pre-orders, uh, like like GameStop, like Best Buy, like Walmart, like and and so I don't think I don't think anyone's going to have a problem. So if you are stressed about it or or angry, uh, we understand because everyone here is excited about it, right? It's like, like oh man, we we've been waiting two years for this thing to 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 come out, and now we finally get our pre-orders, and we feel really good. It's it's I can totally understand if I was on the other side of this, being like, this is uh you know I'd be I'd just be super frustrated, be watching everyone else celebrate while I'm feeling like I got left out in the cold. So. 
so it, it was it wasn't a great experience for everybody, but the experience isn't over. It, soon enough, it will have. If if you if you are curious about what's happening in your region, again, another great reason to be on our Discord because uh, all the cats out there are being amazing about constantly updating the uh, the PSVR two pre order section when when pre orders come up in different regions of the world, different different retailers. They're posting links over there. Um, and so I don't think it's going to take much longer for everyone to find theirs. And I don't think it's going to sell out because I think Sony will make as much as many as they need to accommodate everyone who wants one on launch day. Okay. It's a great point, Brian. And it, and it is, it is a reason, another reason why people stick around because as much as I love Brian, it's about the community as well. And actually I say it with my own live show as well. Like the majority of the value of my weekly live shows on Wednesdays is actually the people in the chat because they make it a welcoming place to get involved in. And like, the reason that I joined in with PSVR was I loved the the reviews and stuff. But then when I started coming to this show and watching it and, you know, chatting with you guys, with people that are also fans of it, it's amazing. And it's not just a chat. It's a whole Discord with sections, you know, playing on Sunday multiplayer, um, uh, sharing news, and you know, when it's for pre-orders and stuff. Like, everyone's so supportive. Uh, the November event that, you know, for charity amazing amazing stuff and it's why we love you all so just a huge thank you to everyone out there and if you are new be sure to hit the subscribe button ring the bell so you get notified and hit the like button if you haven't already because we've got like 350 people tuned in so hello to you all 350 people miles that's great and like 349 of them are having a great time <laughs> that's it that's it it's always one it's always one it's gonna be a pain yeah. in the butt um no but we even love we even love the pain in the butt he just needed to sleep. He was very tired. I totally get it. Even love the pain. I think he has butt. gone to bed now. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be laying in bed tonight and still being like, "Why did you have to say that?" Uh, Par- before we go, Paradise before Decay. We go to 20- wait, wait, wait. wait. We, we, get, we get a tip to take care of. That's only about 45 minutes old. It comes first. Paradise Decay <laughs> uh, with a two dollar tip says PSVR two haters are all FOMO. Um, yeah. yeah. I would say I would say yeah. There's there's definitely a bunch of people who uh, people who hate PSVR two uh, who just you know uh, maybe I mean maybe they're not PlayStation gamers, right? This is I, I can I can understand so many different reasons why somebody would be like, "Fuck you, PlayStation VR two. I can understand a ton of different reasons, right? Can you imagine being uh, being like an Xbox gamer, being like I'm, I only buy Microsoft consoles, and then you like got into VR with Quest two or something for for cheap for three hundred bucks, and then you're like, this is great, but like, what's where's my console VR stuff? And you're like, come on Xbox, come on Xbox, come on Xbox, and PlayStation's like, look at uh look at the PSVR two thing we got, and they're like, we're not gonna fucking buy a PlayStation five just to buy a PSVR two headset? Are you kidding me? Right? There's PC gamers who are desperately want this thing to be compatible with uh with PC, right? They're like, oh, this will this will make it amazing, and, and they're not gonna they're likely not gonna buy a a PlayStation five. So I can see all sorts of different groups of people not being interested in PSVR two or, or being kind of spiteful that it's not, it doesn't work in the, the ecosystem that they've created for themselves. Right. And so uh, for, for us, it makes perfect sense. Like I got a PlayStation five at launch. I was so excited about it. And, but, but really why did I buy it for my PSVR two? So I bought half yeah. my PSVR two, two years ago, miles. The other half is coming in three months. Um, it's a conversation for another time, but I am really interested. So, so let's bring it up now. If, <laughs> no, no, I, a, we, we mention it from time to time, but it, and it does tie in slightly with this. For, for PlayStation really knocking out the park, I do wonder if they are going to make it compatible with PC VR at some point down the line. Um, if it plugs into their PlayStation, you know, own service. I don't know. Um, 
But yeah, the only other thing I was going to say was some game cats may realise that the camera I'm using today is at a slightly different angle because I've always missed having Sonic the Hedgehog in the background. And it feels weird now because normally when I'm talking to Brian, I'm looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen anymore. But I just was curious for some feedback if the new camera angle works fine. Brian was like, I, I, I can't tell any difference. Yeah. Did, you do, did you do something yeah. different with your hair? <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. My hair is trashy. But that's Sonic the Hedgehog there. That, I had that since I was tiny. So I think that, that Sonic doll was like 25, 25 years old or something. It's lasted well. And look what happened to Sonic now. I, you know what? Now, yes. now that I'm looking, because you pointed it out, uh, the, the angle seems more dynamic that you have the uh, the, the bookshelf going in. Yeah, because you used to be able to see the floor <laughs> on previous. Oh, well, maybe not on your cropped one, but like, yeah, you don't need to see the floor. You don't need to see the floor, but yeah. yeah. Um, right, Brian, I think it is time for 20 questions. It Have would you got be. Your game? It would be if it wasn't for Dennis Smiljanic. Smiljanic. I got it. Did I get it? I don't think I got it. Canadian $14 tip says, I got my PSVR 2 pre-order in. How are you going to get all those launch titles reviews, reviewed and posted? Uh, I can't wait. Thank you, Dennis. I have no fucking idea. Um, desperately uh, doing my best to uh, to talk to Sony, uh, emailing any contact I have over there and saying, listen, I don't even care if it's a lend. If, like, if you're going to, if you can send me something, uh, lend me something, right? Maybe it's a maybe it's a headset I can share with other YouTubers, right? I get it for a week and then send it off to another YouTuber. And they get it for a week, right? All leading up to launch. It's just like this shared unit. Like I, I'm I'm doing whatever I can to uh, to hopefully be able to get a little bit of a jump on some of this stuff and be able to you know do a little bit early. I don't if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind that Sony has no interest in working with me after all the leaks. Um, but I, I had I had to give it a shot. And, uh, and, uh, it's probably gonna take me a month, if not two months or three months to review all 20 launch games. Um, but man, compared to the last year where it's been a struggle to come up with a topic for games cast, like three days a week, th- this is, this is such a blessing to, to say, yep. Hey man, like this channel, we we've done all this. Pra- I've, I've been calling it practice, right? Miles, I'm um, saying people ask me, why would you change this format? Why would you change this format? Why would you go from one day a week to three days a week at the worst possible time? Um, and, and when there's nothing to talk about, you're going to like triple your shows. Like, because we need to practice uh, for, for when shit hits the fan. And, uh, and I'm so glad we did that, Miles, because I think, I think you and I have a great rapport. I think Wes and I have a great rapport. I think AJ and I, we've, we've, been, we've been killing it uh, ever since you know, he joined the channel. But, I think, but, I, but I'm so much happier with the way things are now. Like, I, I think that time has just made our relationship better um my relationship with west better aj everybody and then in, in in giving the cats a chance to really get to know you guys giving the cats a chance to get to know you and wes uh, who are still relatively new to the channel considering we've been around for seven years um getting a chance to understand your personalities and the things that you like and don't like uh and so that because we're not going to have have a chance to talk about that stuff when psvr2 is here we're going to be talking about PSVR 2 in the system, in the games, and all that shit. I'm glad they got a chance to get to know you before all of that. It's a really great point, Brian. I mean, I wasn't paying attention, so... Perfect. Just, I, you said my name. That was. It must have been a good thing, so, yeah. Yeah. It's tit, tit for tat around here. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, right. I mean, Brits are the men to be the ones with just all the dreary humor of just, you know... Telling people to go f themselves, going yeah, it was just, just a joke. 
like it was just a bit of banter. But no, really, it's it's a privilege to be on this, and really grateful to have the opportunity. And as you say, it's great practice for um, leading up to when it really gets full on with the releases, and we're in a whole new era, which is just around the corner. Very exciting. You got people sending tips. We're just about to play 20 questions, but you know what? Miles Dyer with five quid says, pair character lifting some weights saying, keep it up. That's, I love that. That's what that's it, a good description. That's, that is exactly what it was. And he's doing it like this. Like, he is. Yeah, it's animated. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Animated. Yeah. Thank you very much, Miles, for your support. We got Genetic Blasphemy, the Chrome Colossus in the chat with the $5 tip says, out of breath. Oh, breath. B-R-E-F. Breath. Got it. Been, breath. Cl- been cleaning Tell the attic breaks. during the stream. Love you all. The only channel I have alarms set to watch. How? Hey, hey, dare cats. He's doing this phonetically. Hey, dare cats. Hey, Miles. Hey, Brian, pal. Oh. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Hey, GB, pal. Thanks for the support. We got awesome. Very with British. The- it is very British. Because we don't say t- the T-H, you know, breath. It'd be F breath. at the end. Yeah. Breath of the breath. wild. Awesome Tatum with the $2 tip says, it's Friday and we deserve a friggin' pizza. God damn, we deserve a friggin' pizza. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. All right. <clears throat> I see more timestamps in the chat for when you weren't listening to me, and that works perfectly. I hope Sci-Fi GameCat Henry is paying attention. And most importantly, he's paying attention right now because it's time to switch gears over to PSVR 20 questions, how we end every single show around here. I can't believe my back's held out for this long. I only had one spasm the whole time. I'm, like, so happy right now. So happy. Um are you ready for 20 questions, Miles? I'm not, but let's give it a go and see what happens. Yeah. And Game Cats, I'll need your help. That's right, because I've got a PSVR game in my head, and Miles has 20 yes or no questions. And only, really, the clock is the problem, man. I think the clock is the problem. If we had all day uh, to play this game, you'd get it every single time, right? But the fact that you're racing the clock, I think, is the big problem here. Uh, six minutes figured out, so please, everybody in the chat, uh, give him good suggestions for the game that uh, you think it might be, and also good questions to ask. Um, real quick, the MRI super, Gamer. Super chat. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. MRI Gamer with a $5 tip says, yeah, everybody, check out Miles' channel. He doesn't talk a lot about PSVR, but that was perfect. I love it. I love it. Great pr- plug. Great plug. Thank you. I might have to put that on the uh, on my Instagram. Thanks, MRI. We appreciate it. And MRI, keeping yeah, the, po- keeping the positivity out there, still hasn't gotten his PSVR 2 pre-order, so... Uh, thank you so much oh, for, for much maintaining the positivity. Um, and yeah, if you don't subscribe to Miles, seriously, YouTube, I mean, just seriously, open a new tab and type in <laughs> youtube.com slash M-Y-L-E-S. I kid you not. That's what the URL is. And like, just do it as an experiment, right? Everybody go over and see if it works and then hit subscribe when you get there. Are you ready? And if you're, and if you're on Instagram, follow me on Instagram just here because uh, I'm going to start posting on there more regularly. Uh, and that's where I'm most active because Twitter's going nowhere. Nice. On your mark. Get Dez. Go. Does it have a multiplayer? No. No multiplayer. Um, are the graphics... Uh, are the graphics realistic as opposed to cartoony or stylized? That's, that is definitely what they're going for. They're going for realism. Yeah. Realism. Okay. Um... Is it based on an IP, a popular IP? It is based on a popular IP. Is it sci-fi? It is sci-fi. Does it involve robots that are rather, rather big? 
There are definitely some rather big robots in it. <laughs> oh man! Oh, no. Okay. Um, did it come out this year? No. Oh, it did. Okay, okay, okay. It's not Transformers. Okay. Um, it's so funny because you said that question, and I was like, "He's he's going down a different path than I am." But that's yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, I didn't even think Transformers. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, have the have the devs made other PSVR games? No. Okay. Uh, um. Do you fly in this? I mean, yes, but keep in mind that me saying that will throw you off. Okay. Um, do you use analog sticks? Uh, no, no, you don't. No sticks. So move controllers. Um, what are we thinking? Uh, oh, everyone's saying Star Wars. Interesting. Hmm. Um. Is it is it episodic? It is episodic. That's ten questions. And is the star of it a guy in like a black suit, like tie, nice, like no, like uh, like well, like crocodile skin if you can shoes like a tie, but if the tie was all over his body and it was like made out of hard shit. As in stuff, as opposed to actual fecal matter. I I hate this question so much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is it Vader Immortal, Brian? It is Vader Immortal uh, by ILM X Lab. Uh, came out uh, August twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Wow, jeez, I can't believe that was almost that was over two years ago. Um, episodic. Single player, moves only. Vader's wearing a tie. I, I was hoping we'd go with like I, hope, I was hoping we'd make a tie fighter joke out of that, but it didn't quite happen. A tie, yeah. yeah. There are ties in it. There are ties just outside <laughs> the window. <laughs> anyway, there uh, are big robots. There are big robots. Yeah, dude. Have you ne- have you never seen the things that are the, the land? Uh, what, yeah, they're on it. They are on it. What, yeah, yeah. What's uh, what the fuck are those called? Jesus, I'm I'm su- I'm such not a Star um, Wars fan. Oh man, um, oh my god! Every like we're we're about to get 500 people in the chat telling us what those things are called that that walk. They, and, and they that, were called walkers, I thought, weren't they? Were they just called walkers? But they also had a specific name, like they were called the ATATs, weren't they, or something? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was said ATATs, but yeah, ATATs. But I think they're called right. walkers. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so yeah, there are big. Uh, yeah, thank you. There we go. Nick's got it. ATSTs or ATATs. There we go. And then here, here come the flood of people telling us, "Yeah, you suck. You're not a real Star Wars fan." And that's fucking right. <laughs> I'm not. I got out. At the, I got out during the Phantom Menace because I saw what was coming. You all should have too. 
<laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, and thank you, Miles, man. This has been a really nice Friday. I'll tell you, I have, yes, we know at, at, or ATATs. We know, we know, we know. I, I want to give a shout out to every single, it's like Johnny No Pockets. Didn't, didn't just say ATAT. He went ATAT. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Had to add the commentary. I love it so much. You guys are fucking well. A awesome. bit, a bit of trivia for people. I've actually been in a music video with Dave Prowse, who was the um, actor who played Darth Vader in the original Star Wars. So, um, chicken walkers. Yeah. If pe- now, yeah, if you now wanna... people are saying they're not robots; they're vehicles, which is accurate. <laughs> uh, sorry, man. Like the, the somebody's mu- going to AJ the fuck out of this thing when AJ's not here. God damn it! Give me a break. I'll put a link in the chat, but see if if you want to see it, it's got um it's got the brilliant actor, the late David Prowse, who played Darth Vader, and see if you can spot me in it. Um, yeah, a little bit of trivia there. Nice. I have no idea what this is going to bring us, but that's awesome. Um, do I have time to like download this and use it as our clip of the week? Is that possible? Uh, you could do, but uh, in t- I'm I'm in it very briefly. I'm a scientist. Oh, it's five. It's yeah, five I, minutes long. Yeah, we're, we're not. Oh gonna... yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a short clip. It's a full music video. All right. And my friend Jace Lewis did it, and and David Prowse was an absolute gentleman, absolute legend. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, you guys. It is time to get out of here. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you, Miles, for hanging out with us. As we already said, make sure you go subscribe to Miles over on YouTube.com/slash M Y L E S. Seems Miles. Also, head over to Miles Dyer Official on Instagram and uh, impatiently wait for Miles to start posting again. <laughs> uh, yes. Listen, we really appreciate everybody who helps this channel run. You guys are fucking amazing. Uh, really doing uh, just. I I I, I don't need, I don't even really know what to say. So I'm gonna get out of here because my my back is about to uh, be really unhappy with me. I'm glad I made it this long though. I did not expect this to happen. There was a most of the day I wasn't wasn't sure if the show was even gonna happen. But as I said in voice chat before we started the show, I really 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 am not happy uh, when I have to cancel the show um, because I just love hanging out with you guys and you make every single Monday West Day and Two Wise Friday better so thank you to everybody who supports us on patreon thank you to everybody who hung out in the chat tonight uh thank you to all the moderators thank you to sci-fi game cat henry jay meow who gets to sing up on podcast services of your choice and of course everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word we know you're out there and we love you just as much let's get out of here Miles. love you lots have a wonderful weekend everybody be kind to each other and uh may see you on sunday on the star trek enterprise for multiplayer meetup will be a good one don't miss it Bye. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Did I miss something in chat? Yeah, um, when I was talking about David Prowse, who played Darth Vader, um, GB the Chrome Colossus said, Miles has to say he was a gentleman or that guy will asphyxiate him from beyond the grave. He's more powerful now than you could ever imagine. <laughs> that is top tier comment right there. Um, yeah. Good show, man. And uh, no, no clip of the week. No clip of the week. Um, Sorry. Dude, you know, you know what's really funny? is <laughs> So now that since we've got the thumbnail up like uh, big and you know Massive. full screen for everybody, um, I, I I was looking for I was trying to set up the show and you know kind of scrambling uh, to get to get shit done last minute as always, and um, <laughs> and you see the guy I don't 
I'm not even going to promote his channel because I don't fucking care to. There's a guy right in the middle, right above the CA yep. in Gamescast. Yeah, he's yeah. got like these fluffy hair and glasses and like the whole thing going on. You not you probably don't recognize him because he's got a channel that's got like a hundred subscribers, which I fucking totally respect. I want to make sure everyone knows that. Like I totally respect because it took me a long time to grow this channel. It took me seven years to uh, to grow this channel, but it also the first year. I think I was probably, you know, everything we were doing, we were doing it for about a hundred people. Um, so it's like, I, I always appreciate everyone's like tenacity when it comes to doing this stuff, despite the fact that not a lot of people are watching. I think that's amazing. But one of the first videos that popped up when I, when I searched for PSVR two will be a failure on YouTube was this guy's. And, uh, and, and I was totally expecting this to have like 50,000 views, right? It's like just one video being like, cause you know, you always see that, right? There's always like that person with like a hundred subscribers or five subscribers or whatever. And they've just got that one crazy successful video, uh, where it's just like, man, th this person was like headed for fame, 50,000 views. It's crazy. This, this has like, I, I think about 50 views in no likes. <laughs> I was just like, cause, cause that's what it is. Videos title was like, was PSVR two will, will fail or be a failure or something like that. And I was like, well, <laughs> I guess, I guess clickbait doesn't always work. And that's the moral no. of the story. And those are sirens on my end. Let's, on your end, Brian. Let's get out of here. Miles. Peace.